0: The weekly feed. From the studios of WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky, welcome once again to the Weekly Feed. I'm Kyle Meredith, and all I can do is get out of the way before the steamroller of a show rolls right over all of us. Hyperbole? Never. You see, Dean Wareham is here to talk about his first solo record after years of fronting bands like Galaxy 500 and Luna... And then after that, Ted Leo will be here to discuss his new project with Amy Mann called The Both. We'll also spin new Coldplay, Gotta Buy Voices, and The Antlers. Uh, Skaters covers The Smiths. Juliana Hatfield covers Elliot Smith. And there's a new supergroup in town. All that soon. But let's start out with the king of pop. That's right. Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson's estate is about to release his uh, latest posthumous disc, Escape, uh, which we've heard a few singles from already. But it's this one, a duet with Justin Timberlake, that not only takes the cake for uh, this record, but really, it it could stand up against any of his classics. Seriously. Here's Love Never Felt So Good on the Weekly (laughs) Feet.
1: cuz you like love-
0: listen in on Coldplay's upcoming ghost stories. That's A Sky Full of Stars on the Weekly Feed. Such a Coldplay title. Uh, Now, how's this for a supergroup? Iggy Pop, Nick Cave, and Thurston Moore. For reals? For reals. The trio have teamed up for a compilation that pays tribute to L.A. punk band Gun Club, and it's their song Nobody City that we get to hear now on the Weekly Feed.
1: Jeffrey Lee! I'm so happy that you came here. I'm so happy I...
0: Baths. That's uh, Fade White on the weekly feed. You can find it on their new Ocean Death EP that just arrived. Uh, the band before that is called Beverly with the song You Can't Get It Right. Now the duo is Frankie Rose's latest act, who you may be familiar with from the bands Vivian Girls, Dum Dum Girls, or Crystal Stilts. We're about to welcome both Dean Wareham and Ted Leo into the talk box. And I've got new tracks from The Antlers and Parquet Courts on the way.
2: Support for The Weekly Feed comes from Network Records. The Bamboo's new album, Fever in the Road, featuring the single Avengers, is available now on iTunes and your local independent record store.
3: The Weekly Feed.
0: The Antlers have named their new LP Familiars, which is what you get on their new single. That's not a diss, by the way, actually, just the opposite from a band who had a great, unique sound right from the start. Here is Hotel on the weekly feed.
3: That i
1: disappear
0: Founded Galaxy 500, Luna, and was one half of Dean and Britta. That's Dean Wareham with The Dancer Disappears on the weekly feed. i met up with Wareham at the Big Ears Festival in Knoxville, Tennessee, to talk about his very first solo record, which was produced by Jim James of My Morning Jacket. You can see the entire interview in our video feed at theweeklyfeed.org. The Weekly Feed. It's the Weekly Feed. I'm Kyle Meredith, and this is Dean Wareham. And it's great to see you. Good afternoon. Well, let's talk about you, because that's why we're here right now. Uh, you've, uh, you've got the solo record out, finally. Finally. And that's the popular question, right? That's <laughs> true. And, and maybe why? we shouldn't say why the solo record now, but why wasn't there ever a solo record before this? It, yeah. it isn't so much what happened now, but you've had all these chances. Uh, and sure, you've been in bands, and yeah. you know, we can do the name check, the roll call with Galaxy 500 and mm-hmm. Luna and Dina Britta, but, uh, but now here you are. Uh, well, I, I was busy with the bands for a long, long time, and yeah. I didn't
3: really feel a, a need to do a solo album because sure. I was just so identified with both mm-hmm. Galaxy 500 mm-hmm. and with Luna. Um, I did start to make a solo album in about 2001 or 2002, after I think it, it had been six Luna albums in a row, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'll make a solo. But then I went, it, it, it turned into a Dean and Britta album instead,
0: and that was, that was kind of fun. Well, I mean, and it's it's a beautiful record. You seem to have that habit of making these these beautiful records. Oh, thank you. And, and, and I guess it's a bit different because you've always had that. There's one side of you that, that's the art side. Right. And there's one side of you that's the pop side. And it's come out in your various projects, but this seems like the first time where you can hear all of that in one. Like, there was no real compromising, you know?
3: Yeah, this is, the fact, this is probably more, I feel like this is more, a couple of songs anyway, more poppy than, like, I mean, that's the single, Dancer Disappears.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When I listen to that. Well I, I guess the difference is though and and what I'm curious about with this record too is for your entire career up to this point it's been a collaboration whether it's been in a band or with, with Britta. Right. Uh, this time you had Jim James produce it and I would feel like that's still a collaboration. Yes it's true it is yeah. a, it is still a collaboration so it's not like
3: uh, I, it's, I'm not uh, the kind of person who goes into the studio and tells people like you play this and you do this and I've got I've got every little part written out. Right, I really right. depend on the musicians around mm-hmm. me because I'm just not, I'm not that trained, but uh and but uh, Jim had uh, Jim really pulled some of these songs to pieces. Yeah, yeah. Some of them he, some of them that were like soft, quiet, acoustic things he turned into
0: what he called bangers. <laughs> you know, it seems like at some point you could have just said we're banned. This is Dean and. Jim, That's true, Dean and Jimma, yeah, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> you know, it could have. Uh, and, but, I mean, he's not even, I mean, we don't know him as a producer, so it, it almost seems like he would be having to get his feet, his produ- producing yeah, he's feet at the same time that he's working with I guess he's just you.
3: starting to get into that, but uh, he's real, He's a whiz in the studio, mm-hmm. and he's a good producer because he's, well, he, he plays an instrument, he plays several instruments, he right. plays guitars and
0: keyboards, mm-hmm. so he's, he's able to talk to musicians. And he claims sax. Musicians. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought up your bio, and I want to hear about that too, so that was 07 or, or whatever. Um, and I guess it's because of how it stacked out your bio came out then and now is your solo record right the bio is all about the past do you have to do that to do this <laughs> you know is that what it's like is because well if I write this and I have to come to terms with my past and I have to talk about my past and once it's out of the way I can stop it and, and be myself right was, was there ever that moment where that was an even a thing no but I I, I don't know I, I guess
3: I, I feel like comfortable with where I am right now it feels good the bio, I'd, I didn't even know if I ever would have written that book if someone hadn't emailed me from Penguin. I guess right. I had taken notes, I was thinking about it, but mm-hmm. I got this uh, email from mm-hmm. this guy, at the uh, senior editor at Penguin, saying, Have you ever thought about writing a book? And I was like, Well, I sent him a couple of chapters of tour diaries, right. and he's like, This is great.
0: And then a week later, there was a contract, and it was all. And suddenly, it you was were, all you're all And you're, you're bound. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's been some really great bios. I mean, I, it, it almost seemed like for a minute everybody does a bio. Everybody does bios. So Where's at that point? Everybody does a bio. Yeah, it's true. There's been some really creative ones that come out. When
3: I was writing the book, I just wrote it for myself. I was just sure. trying to, like, sure. uh, they put everything in there and not uh, sugarcoat mm-hmm. anything. And I think it was only after it got sent off to the publisher, I was like, oh, gee, people are going to read this.
0: Well, we're happy that you're working, uh, and I'm loving the new record, and you know, hopefully, this won't be the last. Dean Wareham record. No, you know, wherever it goes. So it won't take another thirty years or whatever to get back in there. And if it does, we'll do this interview again in thirty years, <laughs> okay. exactly the same way. <laughs> thank well, thank you. you so much. The weekly, weekly feed. feed. It's much more of my interview with Dean Wareham over at the weeklyfeed.org. Spin another from his self-titled disc. Here is holding pattern on the weekly feed. Yeah About a band with some heat behind them. It's nearly impossible to go anywhere on the web right now and not see someone talk about Parquet Courts, heard here with their newest track, Black and White. Their latest disc, Sunbathing Animal, is out on June 3rd. And uh, that was Juliana Hatfield in there covering Elliot Smith's Needle in the Hay. It's part of a fantastic new comp called I Saved Latin, a tribute to Wes Anderson, wherein tons of our favorite musicians cover songs from Wes Anderson soundtracks, and it's definitely, definitely worth it. Hey, uh, don't move. Ted Leo will be here in just a minute, and I've still got skaters covering the Smiths and new Gotta Buy Voices.
2: Support for the weekly feed comes from Network Records. The Bamboo's new album, Fever in the Road, featuring the single Avengers, is available now on iTunes and your local independent record store.
0: get to that new GBV in just a few but first let's turn it over to Sean Cannon who's got Ted Leo in the interview chair this week the weekly feed when i see you and amy man on stage together it really it really does seem like you're uh, you're two peas in a pod you know you really fit together well and uh that might shock some people because i get this a lot at first glance your music and her music
2: doesn't really seem to f- fit together you know what i mean yeah i mean i do get that a lot i kind of also would dispute that i think that the the um the kind of song craft if i can can Mm -hmm. call it that um i think we actually both share a lot of similar uh ideas and influences i mean she has gone in a more you know a more acoustic based and like you know classic songwriting way and i have remained somewhat you know, punky with yeah. it all, for lack of a better term. But uh, you know, I'm not without my acoustic moments, and I har- harmonize all over everything. You know, and she's she's not without her <laughs> kicking guitar and you know l- louder delivered vocal moments. You know, and and yeah. uh, I think we've always also seen a little bit of ourselves in what the other person was doing. I mean, possibly more than than other people have, but you yeah, know, <laughs> it's there. It's so not that happened though. because uh, all I know is that I turned around one day
0: and you guys ha- have a, a band. Yeah. It's like I just saw tweets about it or some yeah. post
2: on. Well, it happened. It happened. Um, we did a pretty long tour over the course of which we started joining each other to play a, like a song during each of our sets. That fe- that aspect felt like it wanted to grow. For one thing, us playing more together. And we discussed it and tried to figure out ways that you know we could do it, and we did start doing it more. And then at the end of that trip last fall, you know, we parted ways. Doing what you often do with with anybody in your field, you know, <laughs> where, where you go like, yeah, we should, you know, we should do something, something. We should get together and uh, you know, really, like writers, you know, we yeah. should we should really get, you know, we should do something. And it almost never happens, of course, you know. But uh, all credit to uh, to Amy for this. Like within. I mean I want I want to say within like 2 weeks of me being home she had emailed me a verse and chorus of a new song and and was like all right you said you wanted to do this so let's do it you know and uh and it just went from there and we uh we wrote 5 songs really fast and decided to do an EP and at that point it was more of like a one off idea but we it was so fun and fulfilling for both of us that we were like well f*** that let's just why half step of this? Like it's actually it was, a, it was much more fun and fulfilling than I think either of us had even bargained for us. We were like, let's just, let's make it real. you know let's make an album and let's be a band. Uh,
0: the weekly feed. Uh, uh, I, 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 and here's a track from Ted Leo and Amy Mann together as the both. It's Volunteers of America on the weekly feed.
1: The contract's a joke But when you see smoke, you run toward the fire cause you must. They all called your name when the crash finally came And left you to pick up the dust I saw you walking in silence down to the bridge But nothing went over the side So I guess to someone with your heritage Withdrawal like consent is implied And it's true
4: just because you're mad at the cross on the A go-to solution that then, come tomorrow, you tend to.
0: A new Gotta Buy Voices record. I'm only exaggerating a little bit. Cool Planet, their newest disc, which features that cut "Table at Fool's Tooth," is their sixth record since reforming in 2012. You heard that right, six records in two years. Are they all good? Uh, does it matter? All right, that's it for us this week. You can visit at theweeklyfeed.org. We like visitors. Otherwise, it just gets lonely with just Sean and I. I mean, there's lots of new music, and there's plenty of conversations. So, you know, it's not like you're going to be bored once you get there. Our video feed series plays weekly on Salon.com, this week featuring Dean Wareham. Uh, the weekly feed is distributed by Louisville Public Media and WFPK Radio Louisville. Stacey Owen is the executive director. Andy High edited this episode. Chris Witzke directs films and edits our video feed. Sean Cannon keeps shop over at afterdark.wfbk.org where you can hear more of his interview with Ted Leo. And we get extra assistance from WFBK's Laura Shine. I'm your host. You can find me at Twitter and Facebook slash Kyle Meredith. And we'll see you same time next week when we'll be joined by Kim Gordon and Lou Barlow. Till then, be good.